Welcome to the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. Join me each week as I talk everything weddings, taking you from engagement to honeymoon, making sure that you really do enjoy planning your big day. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast with me, Sarah Southern. Slightly different episode this week in that I don't have a guest on, mainly because it has finally been Claire's wedding, the wedding that I have talked about many, many times on the podcast in recent months, the podcast that I was, of course, chief bridesmaid at. And truthfully, it was it was just too good not to give a review of. I mean, I know I gave a review of Meghan and Harry's wedding, the royal wedding, which everybody would have seen on the television. And actually very few of you would have had the opportunity to enjoy Claire's wedding. But I think it was a wedding that deserves uh, a recap because, you know what, they really knocked it out of the park. Uh, so, of course, they selected their wedding team very well in that uh, Claire's three sisters were her bridesmaids and I was her chief bridesmaid. So she had surrounded herself by people who love her and want to support her and want to make sure that um, we best could make sure she had the, the, the loveliest day possible, really. Uh, we had lovely dresses. They were white knee-length kind of skater style, I think the phrase would be, in lace, uh, designed by Hugo Boss. They had pockets, which was basically the most amazing thing ever. Uh, for the male listeners out there, might not appreciate this, but a lot of women's clothes don't have pockets. So when you get a dress with pockets, it's basically like winning the lottery. So we had dresses with pockets. Um, on the Saturday morning, Claire had arranged for a makeup lady and a hair lady to come over and make us look lovely, which was great. Although, really strangely, the makeup lady did my eye makeup before she did my face makeup, which I've never had done before. You know, normally you'd expect someone to put the foundation on first. Anyway, that was the only strange thing that I thought. Uh, but yeah, so Claire got married in Jersey to Carl. Uh, Jersey is in the Channel Islands, um, not New Jersey. Uh, I arrived there on the Thursday and we went out for a really lovely family dinner which was really great. The best man and his girlfriend were there. The best man was a lad called Adam. He was absolutely brilliant, really committed to his role. On the Friday, lots of our other friends arrived, so we had, like, a lovely lunch with them. Uh, we then went off to the church for the rehearsal, and they got married in this beautiful church in St. Brelod's Bay, which was really great, and we got a lot of tears and emotion out of the way at the rehearsal. Um, it is quite emotional being at weddings. You know, you you're laying your true feelings out there. So I got very tearful and Claire and Carl certainly had a little tear in their eye and a croak in their voice. So that was nice to get all of those emotions out the way. We then um, had a little rehearsal dinner type thing. So anyone who was an out of towner, uh, Claire's parents hosted them at this little deli that's at the bottom of Claire and Carl's street, which was really lovely. Um, although I did make Claire have a strict one drink rule so I told all the waiting staff that they weren't allowed to fill her glass up other than the drink that she had which I think a lot of people thought I was quite the party pooper for but I think Claire really appreciated it and then it got to a certain point in the night and I whisked her away and we went to the bridal suite where her and I were going to stay on the Friday night 
and we got ourselves a nice little glass of red wine, put our pyjamas on and got into bed and watched some telly before snuggling down to sleep. Although I'd have to admit, I didn't actually get that much sleep, as all I kept thinking all night was, I hope Claire's asleep, which then meant I didn't go to sleep. But then 7am we leapt out of bed with excitement, uh, waiting for the hair and makeup people to come, which was really fun and really great for all of us to get uh, ready together um, and kind of have some time just faffing. And, and then Claire put her dress on, which was absolutely stunning. She looked amazing. The hair and makeup people really just enhanced uh, her good looks, shall we say. So now that was really, really lovely. Claire then arranged for a kind of um, vintage or rustic, I think rustic is probably the better word actually, uh, white Land Rover to drive us all to the church, which was really cool. Uh, so the fellow arrived and the, we put some flowers and stuff on. And as we were in the process of getting changed, he kind of came down and he said, I'm a bit worried that I've not put these flowers on right. And I was like, mate, you're putting flowers on a Land Rover. It's fine. Whatever you do will be perfect. Uh, so that was really fun, kind of driving around in this cool Land Rover with like a ribbon and flowers on. Uh, and then we got to the church, um, kind of... I'd have to admit, emotions did feel really high at that point. Uh, and then it was so great to just walk in and see all of our friends there who'd come to see Carl and Claire get married. Uh, and the service was really, really lovely. Uh, some good hymns. I recognise the hymns. There's nothing more disappointing than when you go to a wedding and you haven't got a clue what the hymns are that you're singing. But it was a really beautiful service with some lovely readings. Um, I got to sign the register, which I've never done at a wedding before. So I'm a witness of their marriage. They chose me and Adam the best man. So that was quite an exciting moment. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, I had to do a lot of chief bridesmaiding with the photographer to make sure they got all of the photographs that they wanted. Because this church in St. Bradlaugh's Bay overlooks the bay, so it's really, really beautiful. And it was a scorching hot day. And the ushers had scurried off and got glasses and some champagne. So we had some champagne in the churchyard, which was really lovely. And we did some photos. The only thing I'd criticise Claire and Colin is that they'd not bought enough confetti and the guests hadn't brought any confetti. So the photographer wanted to create this picture that seems to be quite common in weddings now, where there's effectively a tunnel. So you have people standing on either side and then they throw confetti and it looks as though the bride and groom or the groom and groom and the bride and bride are walking through a tunnel of confetti. So I was trying to get people in the right places and I kept saying to all the guests, go and stand there but don't take any confetti because it's rationed and I'm going to hand confetti out in a short while. So they listened to the first bit of the instruction, they didn't listen to the second bit of the instruction, so it was just confetti mayhem. Uh, but eventually they got the shot that they wanted, uh, so hopefully the photographer will be able to, I don't know, edit more confetti in or something. And then the guests got on a vintage double-decker bus and went from the kind of west of the island, southwest of the island, to the northwest of the island, to in essence like a field really, like a clifftop field where there was a beautiful marquee that overlooked, um, I'm not going to say the ocean because it's probably the English Channel, but I think if you were to swim and keep swimming you'd probably hit America. But 
like the sea. Uh, so it was really, really beautiful. And because it was such an amazing day, everybody was just loving it. Uh, so when you arrived, there was some champagne, there were some other drinks. They were very generous with the drinks. It definitely wasn't a cash bar, but it was a very well-stocked bar. So that was very, very good. The only thing that I would tell the caterers or the marquee people off is the tables weren't in the right place. So there was like a top table and then there were three tables that should have come off directly from the top table. But they'd moved it so there was then a gap. And I'd said to the caterer, oh, I don't think those tables are meant to be there. (laughs) To which her response was, yes, but it's easier for us to serve people that way. So when kind of Claire and Carl eventually arrived, they were like, oh, the, the table shouldn't be like that, which was highlighted by the fact that a lot of the floral arrangements were kind of hanging from the marquee. And I smacked my head off one of these floral arrangements, which was in a very heavy set glass vase. Um, And then there were also candles in some of them, which one of our friends did smack her head on. And then she ended up with candle wax in her hair and all down her dress, which is always a really good look just when you're about to sit down for dinner. Um, But other than that, I think it was pretty much spot on the food was amazing i'd have to say it was all jersey fair so the starter was like a picking dish of like meats and uh, dips and stuff which was really really nice then the main course was just like a meat feast it was amazing so there was like uh roast beef there was sausages there was chicken i mean it's just basically like a massive barbecue and then like amazing salads and of course Uh, Jersey Royal potatoes because you couldn't have a a wedding in Jersey without Jersey Royals so that was really delish and then for pudding it was two puddings one was a like chocolate tart and the other one was a lemon tart which were really nice and the wedding favours now I'm not a fan of wedding favours but I'd have to say I did bring my wedding favour home from this wedding as it was either homemade fudge that had been made on Jersey which I'm not a fan of or sea salt that you could get from Jersey. I hadn't realised that Jersey had a salt mine uh, in it, so a lovely little jar of that, so I thought that was quite good. I mean, in essence, Claire and Carl were kind of like the tourism board for Jersey because they sent people on this double-decker bus around the island to see how beautiful it was. They used only Jersey produce for all the food, and then their party favours were also beautiful jersey products so credit to them for promoting the home that they have made for themselves in jersey i think a lot of the guests will be going back for a little holiday there soon and then of course we moved on to the speeches which was really really lovely claire's family um kind of did a joint speech where they all said something about claire which was really really lovely carl then did his groom speech Claire then gave a speech which made me weep. Uh, She said some very, very kind things uh, that really uh, tugged at my little heart. And then I gave my speech, which uh, when I read it out to my mum, she did say, well, it's not funny, but it has got uh, a sentiment to it, which I think is what I was aiming for. It doesn't always have to be funny. Um, So hopefully people enjoyed that. And then the best man did his speech, which was cracking. And then the fun got going. The band was on. There was a a discotheque. Uh, I didn't start drinking until after the speeches. So I firmly got onto the vodka diet cokes at that point. Uh, And it was just a brilliant weekend. Like, me and Claire have got three other really close friends. The five of us hung out a lot, which was really, really fun. Because we don't get to hang out that much. 
uh, and it just kind of the night just kind of kept escalating into more and more fun. It was really brilliant. Like I can't credit them enough for putting together on such a beautiful wedding that I think really represented them as a couple, really showed off the home that they've made for themselves and was really enjoyable for all the guests. Like, they had considered the guest experience. I think my constant nagging of the guest experience has finally paid off because you were never hungry, you were never thirsty. Oh, they, and also they did this brilliant thing where they provided flip-flops. So they just bought a load of flip-flops. So if your shoes were sore, there was a selection to then put on instead, which was super. Oh, they also did this hilarious thing where... Uh, Carl has got a camper van, like a, you know, an old-fashioned, traditional VW camper van, and they had that up there, and you could leave a video message for the happy couple in this. So if you went in, there was a little note on the table that they'd laminated, very impressed, that said, using the iPad, leave a message for Claire and Carl. But there wasn't an iPad in there, but there was a telephone, like a a mobile phone that was like a Samsung or a Sony phone or something. And I was like, well, this is a bit weird because it says iPad, but there's only this phone in here. So maybe this is what we're meant to use. And it was locked and it did have some messages in, I think, French on the front. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe this is part of the task that you've got to work out what to do. So anyway, we opened it somehow. I think if you know, if you swipe left on the phone, you can get to like the camera function. And we recorded a message and it was quite drunken and quite silly. And then we left. And then a bit later on, I saw Carl putting an iPad like that was positioned from the ceiling of the, uh, of the VW. And he'd obviously just been to charge it. And we'd basically just taken someone's phone who'd left it in there accidentally and left this garbled message, which they then forwarded onto Carl on the Sunday morning. So that's good. That's a good way of making friends, just breaking into their phones and leaving drunken messages. But then that, that was, I don't think there was any naughtiness. I think this is the thing, like the older you get, like the closer you get to your 40s, the less mischief there is at weddings. Um, they're certainly very different to the weddings that we were going to in our 20s. And Claire and I were often each other's plus ones at weddings in our 20s. So, you know, we I think we did ourselves proud on last Saturday. Um, but no, it was brilliant. And they are now off on honeymoon. They've gone to Africa. They've gone to Tanzania, where they're going to go, I think, to Zanzibar for a beach holiday and then also do a safari in Tanzania. So I think they'll be having a very wonderful time, and I'm just sad that we're not doing it again. I'm recording this on Saturday night, and truthfully, I'm a little bit sad that we're not having another discotheque to celebrate their wedding, because it was such a fun evening. Uh, but normal service will resume on the podcast next week, where I will have a guest on. But I just thought I couldn't let this momentous occasion and their brilliant uh, guest experience provision pass us by. Uh, but yeah, do tune in next week. Um, I'm Sarah Southern, your wedding guest extraordinaire. Do take care. <laughs>